Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hey there, you're listening to episode two of Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. Today we're talking about how befriending your potential client can make them a paying customer. On our last episode, we talked about service-based sales. This technique is an approach to working with clients that focuses on uncovering their unique needs so that those needs can be met in a personalized way. This not only gives your client the best service possible, but also makes them feel known and cared for, leading to an ideal working relationship and very satisfied customer. We talked about getting to know your client's needs by asking good questions, validating those needs by clarifying and reassuring your client, and then showing how you're going to meet those needs in a unique way with your own service. What we didn't talk about is how to get to a point where you can actually have that conversation. So today I'm talking about how to befriend your potential client in a way that makes them want to buy from you. Let's get started. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six-figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine-to-five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business, then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. So I know my title is super cheesy, but it just seemed to fit. This episode is all about becoming a friend in a genuine, authentic way to lead your potential client to want to work with you and pay you. Now, this is something that I think anyone can do. I also think that everyone can benefit from this. You're always going to be better off if your potential client really likes you. And this episode is going to get to the heart of that. Before we get started, there's a couple things I want to say. First, there's a fine line on this topic between authenticity and being fake. So please keep in mind that everything I'm saying today is really genuine and coming from the heart. I truly enjoy getting to know my potential clients 
and I also firmly believe that this benefits them. And for that reason, it's a huge part of my sales process. In the creative industry, we are mostly service providers. This means that they're not just buying a product from us without ever interacting with us. Our clients get to know us. We have to hear their requests and what they want and then translate that into the work we do for them. And so I think as service providers, we have a great opportunity to build meaningful relationships with the people that we serve. So again, as you hear me talk about this topic today, please remember that I feel it's very necessary to be 100% genuine in this process, and that really can be a fine line. This might be something that you actually need to practice and work on to feel really confident in being genuine. I also want to remind you that ultimately what we do is all about our client. It's about them, not us. So we're going to focus on how we can make them feel the feels of friendship, and it might not necessarily be how you build personal relationships in your life, but again, this isn't focused on you. This is focused on our clients. That's all I'm going to say for now. Let's go ahead and dive in, and we'll continue this conversation as we go. Oh, and one more reminder, just like we talked about in the last episode, everything that I'm about to say is meant to be done in a real face-to-face or over-the-phone conversation, not text or email or DMs on social media. It's super important that this is a real live conversation. If you feel like you have no idea how to even get a potential client to this point, no worries. I have a free mini guide, three foolproof strategies to turn an inquiry into a conversation that you can download right from the show notes. I will definitely be talking about this topic more in the future it is super important to get your potential client on the phone or to an in-person conversation. Business happens live. Clients want to hire a real person. Texts, emails, DMs are not the way to do business for many reasons. So keep that in mind as we go forward and make sure you keep tuning in as I talk more about this in the future. Okay, so let's get talking about getting to the friend zone, which will lead you to the end zone of a potential client becoming a paying client. I cannot believe how cheesy that is, but I'm leaving it in here. Deal with it. So what exactly am I talking about when I say being a friend? In the sales world, some people call this building rapport, but it's simply the process of developing a connection with someone else by finding common ground, being empathetic, and generally getting them to like you. You might be wondering why this is important. Well, I think there are some obvious reasons why a potential client liking you and feeling like a friend would lead to them being more excited to buy from you. But to be specific, people are willing to pay those who they know, like, and trust. So you've probably heard this before. If you listened in our last episode, we talked about it. Maybe you even experienced it in your own life. People buy from those that they trust. And the best way to build trust is to get your client to know you and then to like you. And what we talked about in the last podcast episode is that potential clients also want to feel known and liked themselves. So if you didn't listen to the last podcast episode, go back and check it out. I gave three essential steps that will turn potential clients into paying clients. And that's really the foundation for this episode. I'm building on last episode here. So I definitely encourage you to go back and check that one out first. So we're going to work on building rapport, becoming a friend in order to build that relationship, establish an early liking for one another so that when we really start talking business, that potential client is primed to talk to us and already likes us. And liking again leads to trust and people buy from who they trust. And this makes sense, doesn't it? Someone who you trust isn't going to lead you to spend your money on something that's a waste. And I certainly hope that you don't think your own service is a waste. I'm sure you don't. 
I'm sure just like me, you're proud of the service you provide, and now all we have to do is get our clients to see that. So how do we do it? How do we become a friend to our potential client? The answer is that we find a point of mutual connection by asking the right questions. I talked a lot about finding the right questions in the last episode, and these are definitely a different set of questions, but the idea is the same. We're looking to uncover something that we have in common to create a bond and to also show that we care. Asking meaningful questions is really, really powerful. I'm going to tell you a short story to illustrate this point, although it is not at all business related. This is actually the story of my first date with my now husband, Evan. Evan was interested in me. He asked me on a date and I was really uncertain. I was even a little bit suspicious. I didn't know how the date was going to go and I definitely was not sure that I liked him. In the first few minutes of the date, he really directly just said, I have some questions for you. And he started asking me about my family and friends, things that mattered to me. It was a really simple little thing. But that totally changed the course of the date. And it's funny because that was literally like the first five minutes of our date. And already Evan had established this level of trust with me that I had not been expecting and actually had been on guard against. So just reflecting back on that first date, it was a really basic thing that he did. I mean, any decent guy should want to get to know you on a first date. But at the same time, I sensed that level of genuine care and curiosity about who I was and it made all the difference in the world. And that's probably why I liked him so much from that point on. Asking good questions and making people feel like you really wanna get to know who they are demonstrates a certain level of care and starts to build a quick bond. So I know dating is totally different than working with potential clients, but the concept is still the same. So step one of friend zone to end zone is asking great questions. So the point of asking these questions, again, is to find a point of mutual connection because having something in common will exponentially increase the like factor. So here's some examples of questions I ask engaged couples who are potential clients for my wedding photography that really help me start to quickly get to know them and establish a point of mutual connection. First, I ask them if they're local to DC. I like to figure out where they live. Not in a creepy way, but just to know if we live close to one another. A lot of times I have clients that actually live in my neighborhood, and that's a great point of mutual connection because we can start talking about restaurants we love, things we love to do, places we might have even been at the same time. Another question I ask is about their wedding venue. This is a super easy question to ask because we're already talking about the wedding. If I've been there before, I can comment on it and talk about my favorite elements of it and they can contribute their favorite things. And again, this is just a point of mutual connection that we can bond over. I have a nice long list of questions and I just keep asking until we find that mutual point. So every person is gonna be different, but think about what kind of questions you can ask your potential client to find a point of mutual connection. Keep the questions open-ended in general and ask follow-up questions when it's appropriate. So after you find a point of mutual connection, what happens next? You wanna name it. You wanna point it out and show that you are similar. Now this shouldn't be like weird or forced or anything. It should come really naturally. Think about when you've made a friend in the past and you've discovered you have something in common. As you're talking and asking these questions, watch for that point of mutual connection and make sure that you're intentional about pointing out that you have it in common. I also suggest that you write it down for future reference. This is a great way to make your client feel cared about in the future. Ask them follow-up questions about whatever you have in common. So for instance, if I made the point of mutual connection that I live in the same neighborhood as my potential client, and we talked about a restaurant we really like, 
I might ask them, have you been there lately? Or tell them about an event that's going on there or something like that. Just as a reminder that I was paying attention. They are unique and special. It wasn't just a throwaway conversation to me. But back to finding that point of mutual connection, that is really all there is to it. Now, I never ever skip this step when I'm talking to a potential client because it's essential in establishing that first step of knowing someone and getting them to like you. Anytime that I've skipped this step, it's been really obvious. I've felt the lack of connection in corresponding follow-ups. It's much harder to book those clients. And I just generally don't feel as connected to them. And I think they feel that too. So trust me when I say this is a really important part of having an amazing service-based sales process. So this concept is pretty simple and straightforward. Just find a point of mutual connection. But as you start to put this into practice, you're probably going to discover that it's a little harder than it sounds. This is absolutely something that is going to take practice. And that is okay. Getting the flow of the conversation is just going to take some time. But each time you practice it, you'll get better. And remember, ultimately, we're being genuine. So as long as you're being honest with your client and really want to seek out a relationship with them, then you're going to do a great job. Some people are definitely more natural at building rapport than others, but everyone is capable of finding a mutual connection. Now, I'm going to tell you a few things to avoid when you're having this conversation. First, do not bond over complaining about something or being negative. I see people do this all the time, and it's definitely not a good way to establish a point of mutual connection. You don't want your client to view you as someone who's negative, but that's the first impression that you're going to give if you bond over something that you both hate or are complaining about. So don't do it. Next, avoid asking anything that is overstepping unless they offer it up freely, in which case you're not going to be asking about it anyway. Now, I'm going to guess that you have enough social awareness to kind of be able to feel this out on your own, but you do need to be careful about that. You definitely don't want to offend someone by accident right away. And the last thing I want you to avoid is disagreeing with their opinions. It's totally fine if you don't agree with something that they say, but this is not the right time to let them know that. Now, this also doesn't mean that you lie about something. If they ask you about your personal opinion and you give it, even though you know it's disagreeing with them, that's okay. But honestly, I don't think that's going to come up very much. If they give an opinion and you disagree with it, just keep your mouth shut. You don't always have to give your personal opinion. I think most of us have enough tact to know not to do this, but as someone who can tend to have a big mouth, I know that things just kind of slip out sometimes. So if you're prone to do this, work really hard on not disagreeing with your potential client. There is no better way to get on their bad side than to do that. So again, the guidelines for getting from the friend zone to the end zone of your potential client buying from you is relatively straightforward, but I do have a few other tips to share about it. First thing, be really genuine. I have said this a bunch already, but I think it's just worth saying one more time. If you're faking it, it's going to show. Be yourself. And yes, this might mean that sometimes you talk with someone that just isn't a good fit for one reason or another. That's okay. The right people are going to find you. The next thing is show real interest in your potential client. I've also talked about this a lot on the show already, but I want you to really enjoy getting to know them. I know for some of you, this is super easy and you already enjoy getting to know people, but maybe for some of you, this is a little bit more challenging 
and it's going to take practice, you're going to be so much more successful as a creative business owner and you're going to serve your clients so much better if you're really enjoying this process. So if that's not something that comes naturally to you, you're going to just want to keep it in mind and start practicing it little by little. Next, keep it positive. Like I said before, no complaining, no bonding over things that you don't like. This doesn't mean that you can't acknowledge their own negativity or worries or pain points, but I don't want you to be a negative person. A few other tips. Give genuine compliments when it's appropriate. Never ever give a compliment that's not genuine, but look for things that you can compliment on genuinely and then when the timing is right, give that compliment. Everyone likes receiving a compliment. So this is an easy way to get your potential client to become a friend. A few more things. Be extra attentive in reading the conversation. Again, this comes naturally to some people, not so naturally to others. So be attuned to the tone of the conversation and where it's going and know when to ask a new question or change the subject. And finally, be confident. Oh my goodness, this one is so hard for most of us. But here's my pep talk for you. First, ask yourself, why am I in business? What do I have to offer? Now, I'm going to guess that you're pretty proud of what you have to offer. Now, I'm not saying that you are a pro that's been in the business for a long time. I know that when I was a new photographer, I didn't feel super confident in my portfolio. However, I knew that I was passionate about what I was doing and that I would work my butt off to serve my clients really, really well. And that's something to be confident about. You have something awesome to offer and your client is gonna be really lucky to work with you. A few other reasons to be confident. You are likable. If you have any doubts about this at all, I want you to go to one or two of your closest friends and ask them what is likable about you and write that down and keep it on a post-it next to your computer so you can see it every day so that you can remind yourself that you are capable of being a great friend. And finally, remember that you are trustworthy. That gives you every reason to be confident in your service. We're working on getting our client to trust us because we are, in fact, trustworthy. We have a great service to offer, and our client can trust that we're going to do an awesome job. So be confident when you're talking to your potential client. Even when it's hard, remember these things. Give yourself a little pep talk and remember that you are worth the investment that your client is making in you. Okay, and one more little thing that I want to add in here at the end Don't make this process more complicated than it needs to be. Keep it really simple. Ask basic questions. Don't overthink the questions that you ask and just enjoy getting to know your client. So this is how I get from the friend zone to the end zone with my potential customers, getting them to become a friend so that they're ready to invest in my service. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope it's been super helpful to you. I hope that you're excited to go out and make friends with your potential clients. If you want to check out some more resources, you can head to podcast.hannabjorndahl.com to learn more. Just a reminder that I post a new episode every single week, so please subscribe so I can drop it right into your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave me a review. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week, and I hope I'll see you next week.